Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the podcast that you've been friendly with for months or years. Or just days. Maybe you're friendly with this podcast today for the first time. Playing songs on an alligator keyboard for children is what gets me through the day. Before the hard times for the entire world, I was suffering. And this gave me hope to carry on. Songs from the alligator keyboard written as I'm playing them. Podcasting to you from wherever hole I am hiding in. I don't own a dog, but sometimes I've had them around me. If you listen to past episodes, you might hear them bark. Well, hello and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Glad to be here. Glad to be talking to you. Glad to be talking into a microphone like a broadcaster. I own this microphone. You can't just come repossess it. It has no paperwork. If, if the repo man comes, they're not taking this microphone. I believe all collateral needs to be have been uh, inventoried. Hopefully I never find out about the repo man. But you never know in this economy. How are you? Oh. Oh, I'm good, personally. I'm all right. It was terrible out yesterday. It's beautiful out today. I did manage to go for a walk. Maybe I'll go for another one. I don't know. Let me tell you, this neighborhood I live near, not in, but near, every male walking the street looks like a classic commercial director. You know what I mean? Like salt-and-pepper-esque beard, but still the original color, mostly... Weird long hair, kind of a lion vibe, or kind of a put-together nebbish vibe. Alpha nebbish? Is that a type? I feel like I've done a commercial or two that was directed by an alpha nebbish. Am I an alpha nebbish? I hope so. I really hope so. And lately I've noticed my pace when I'm walking. I noticed that I... Sometimes walk slow. And if someone is behind me, clip-clopping in their Reeboks, I will very often cruise to the side, let them pass. Now, part of this is due to the fact that if I have ever been behind someone walking slowly, my dream is that they cruise to the side and let me pass. How? Ever, I have been giving it some thought, and what I really think should happen is that we should just let people walking slow in front of us keep walking slow and just wait it out. What's the hurry? What's the rush? I know life is short, but the more time walking, the more time thinking. That's my philosophy. And it's just like, give them a break. 
Let them go at their own pace. Then you go at your own pace. Don't we all know the story of the rabbit and the, the turtle? The turtle goes slow. Turtle wins. person in front of you is a turtle. Be a turtle, too. Now, no one tells the story of the turtle race where it's turtles racing against each other. Does the slowest turtle win? I don't know. I've never seen a turtle race, but I'm sure you can watch them on YouTube. And I guess before that, you would have found VHS bootlegs of turtle races. I don't know. Before YouTube, wasn't it all you'd get some VHS? Someone say, I actually taped this off of uh, cable news or my friend got it for me. You know, that was how it used to be. Now it's just YouTube. I have been delving into ancient technology lately. I think the other day I mentioned that I somehow picked up a reel-to-reel. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. If you'd like to purchase it, please write weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I don't know what I'm selling it for. I haven't tested it yet, but I have a reel-to-reel. I just, things are kind of escalating with that. I keep thinking I'll sell it, but then I buy kind of interesting items. I have a Casio keyboard that I needed to test out before I tried to sell it. And then I tested it out, and I was like, wait, I love this beautiful keyboard. So my little alligator keyboard might be replaced by the real thing one of these days. High-quality content coming your way, courtesy of me, Nicholas. And VHS is now becoming... My, I, I'm so close to getting too into VHS. Again, I'm buying them because I'm like, oh, maybe someone will want to buy flat liners. Oh, the Dark Crystal on VHS? Ooh, that's a must for certain people. But then I found a v- video player. Don't think I didn't already have one. I have like a small television that also plays VHS. But I found like one that I could connect to my TV. And I did... And it looks awesome. And I have certain October-friendly VHS. Like the kind of movies that if you were growing up when I did, you associate with VHS. I watched The Terminator last week. Not the second one. I'm talking the grimy first one. Where at the end of it, you know, Linda Hamilton's like, You're terminated, fucker. Or, uh... The one, the one where there's a total massacre at a police station. I mean, I'm not trying to spoil the first Terminator for you, but go back and watch it, you know? And it was awesome watching it on VHS. And I've got Aliens on VHS. I've got uh, E.T. I've got another one that will be really good to watch on video. Uh, what is it? It was Alien 3. And although I don't know if that's going to be that awesome, Highlander, and there's a real oh, The Last Boy Scout, one of my favorite dumb action movies. So I have that on VHS. So this is all very exciting to me. I'm super excited, can't wait. But I will pledge to myself not to become a VHS collector. In fact, all these things I mentioned, I have to accept that they may have to go because I just I'm already bogged down. I look at, I'm so excited about all the video games I have, and then every once in a while I'll blink and I'll have like They Live style 
the real world kind of eyes, and I'll be like, what in the goddamn hell am I doing? I have two 50-cent games. Not games that cost 50 cents, but games starring the rapper 50 Cent. What am I doing? I have copies of Fallout for, like, two different, like, the same copy of Diablo and Fallout for two different systems. This doesn't make sense. Put me out of my mystery. That's a good idea for a episode name. Which is, I'll probably name the episode this. I like that my episode titles are kind of uh, arcane and obscure. I, I am sure it doesn't help people searching or looking for a fun new podcast to listen to, but I like them, and they attract the right people, which are you, if you're listening to this. And if you're listening to this, and you follow this account, this podcast account on Twitter, you know that I've got a topic today, which is very rare for me. But I have a topic, thanks to Adam Melly. Mele, M-E-L-E. I, I wish I'd checked with him on pronunciation. Uh, Adam wrote me because he'd listened to a um, sort of Indian version of It's My Life by Bon Jovi. I was recently put onto a novelty version of Bon Jovi's It's My Life through Instagram Reels, and now the phrase, like Frankie said, I did it my way, has been stuck in my head all day. Is there a work li- worth lyric? Does this happen to you? How does one resolve this? And, you know, this really spiraled me down a hole about, like, just absurd lyrics that kind of you can't get out of your head. And so I asked the people who follow me on Twitter about this, and I got some answers, and I guess I wanted to talk about that. First of all, it's my life. You know, Bon Jovi, they got a lot of problems lyrically, but we do have to make the distinction between sort of catchily terrible lyrics that are kind of amazing and lyrics that make you cringe and angry, but you can't forget them. It's a really fine line, you know, from that song Living on the Edge by Aerosmith when Steven Tyler goes, if Chicken Little told you that the sky was falling, even if he did, would you still come calling? I bet you would, my friend. Again and again and again and again and again. That ain't good. But, and it's in my head forever, but I don't think that really counts. It is sort of that period of time where I feel like rock bands were seeing hip-hop kind of make references, topical references in their songs, so they just tried to slide it in. Bon Jovi had that album where they tried to be hip before It's My Life and after Bed of Roses. So somewhere in the mid to late 90s, they tried to sort of jazz themselves up uh, and become kind of attitude kind of like hair metal rock as a response to grunge and they made a very embarrassing video where a guy was skateboarding through a mall I believe and he went to like an HMV uh, one of these store CD stores from the 90s where there was a listening station but you could watch videos of it so they showed like Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson and I think Dr. Dre and Snoop but like parodies of them 
That was really bad. That stuck in my head. But I don't know how you get these lyrics out of your head. You listen to the song 2,000 times. You just accept that this is your new favorite song. You just listen to it all the time. Maybe you, you know, drink so much that memory loss, permanent memory loss is, is, occurs. I, I, that's not actually a, a Legally, I'm obliged to say that's not a real suggestion. But illegally, I will tell you that is a real suggestion. But allegedly, real suggestion. Not a real suggestion. Legal disclaimer. So, I've... Uh, you can't talk about this without talking about the doors. And I don't. I can't even get into it with the doors. Every song has a choice lyric that makes me scream and not forget it. Ride the snake to the lake would be a big one. Big one. And then, so I get stuck in even like half of a line as being the worst thing ever. In, um, what's it called? Uh, oh, there's a really awful door song called Love Street. It basically sounds like it was written by someone who heard about Hobbits but hadn't read Lord of the Rings. Like, the music sounds kind of like that. But there's a line where he he goes, I would like to see what happens. And it's there's something so horrible about the way it lands. I know it sounds benign. Trust me. I would like to see what happens hurts when old Mojo Ryzen himself drops it. And there's just so many. Donovan is kind of underrated as an awful lyricist. I mean, that was part of why in the Don't Look Back documentary, Don't Look Black, Don't Look Back documentary, he got so decimated by Bob Dylan. I think he sings like, it's all... Right now, it's all right, Mom Only Bleeding or like Baby Blue or whatever song. And Donovan does that thing. He was in his acoustic phase, which is easily the worst phase I've ever heard of Donovan's. And God bless you, Donovan. You made some good music, but let me let me just keep going. And if you don't believe in God, sorry, Donovan, you're out of luck from that person who's listening. If they don't believe in God, they don't bless you at all. But I do. Not that I believe in God, but not that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Play it safe. And so he's there. He's like, and the shiny words that tell the world I love you. And uh, then, you know, Bob Dylan sits. Everyone <laughs> talks about this moment. Bob Dylan sits down, takes his guitar, and just goes, and it's much better. But that's not the bad Donovan lyric I'm even talking about. I'm going to skip all of the Donovan from the 60s that's good. I'm not even going to bo- – there's some bad lyrics in there, but I'm not going to – but we know that. You know that. But recently he did that video that I think David Lynch directed it. And it's called I Am the Shaman. So good start. Good start. I don't even remember the verses. I just know that the chorus goes, Yeah, man. 
I'm the shaman. That's pro- That's been in my head since I heard it, and not in a way where I'm happy. In a way where I'm like, get out of my head, you old man. I don't care that you're old, but physically that's how I describe you. Donovan. Allison Baker. I talked to my friend Allison Baker, former guest, two-time guest, friend of the show, extraordinaire musician. She texted me with some stuff she thought. Lyrics, and she said, you know, Duran Duran are a big example of that for, to her. Um, in a song... There's a line that goes, shake up the picture, the lizard mixture, with your dance on the eventide, eventide. And then she just wants to know what's in the lizard mixture. So that's not necessarily a bad line. That's a line to me that just gets your mind going. What's in the lizard mixture? I don't know. And then in the reflex, he has a line like dancing on the valentine. That would haunt me. And then I remember when, again, talking about bands. uh, I I think there's a lot to lyric. It's not just, there's a period where people's bad lyrics kind of go well with their hit-making abilities. But then when they make that sort of, the comeback before the comeback, if they are lucky enough to have a comeback, but the failed comeback, that's when you hit some problems. Um, Duran Duran had that. They had their weird comeback, uh, and they had a song called... I mean, I think it was a comeback. Maybe it was just Law of Diminishing Returns because it still was kind of famous. I think they had that song, Ordinary World, the album that had Ordinary World on it. But it also had that song, Too Much Information. And that always stuck to me as very silly. However, in my band, I wrote a song called Information Overload. Spiritual sequel. So what do I know? I mean, that inspired me, so that's a good thing. uh, For me, and possibly anyone who likes my band, which is, according to Spotify, 600 people. And Motley Crue had it. Motley Crue had that song, Hooligans Holiday, when they changed lead singers. It's a holiday. A hooligan's holiday. Yeah. I, he doesn't go yeah, but he might as well. John Karabi, I believe, was the name of that singer. And that one, that's very funny. So, I mean, for me, a lot of the time, it's like song titles that stay with me forever, if they're very bad. Uh, something came to mind, though, uh, lyrically that is now... Oh, yeah, of course, the song Drops of Jupiter by Train. It's a great example. People have talked about this, but, like, she drinks chai lattes while she does Thai bow. Oh, that burns your brain. But I find it kind of forgettable. You know, that one's got too many topical references in it, so it just all sounds like white noise. But you, the lovely listeners of the show, have contributed your own thoughts on lyrics that you can't get out of your head. Copyright Kylie Minogue, 19... 
99? I don't know when it came out. Uh, Fiona Kerr, very uh, nice person who listens to the show. Very nice listener. Uh, she has a line from Islands in the Stream in her mind all the time. Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine-tooth comb. I mean, very weird. Mostly the first line. Peace unknown. Is that really the line? I don't understand what peace unknown means. Like, she didn't have peace? That's a very awkward way of saying it. And then the fine-tooth comb thing is very accurate. I, it's a quite a easy analogy to understand. But then the first one's very confusing. Maybe that's why it all sticks in your head. Islands in the Stream, you know, I remember there was a period where, like, hip-hop, again, bring it up, hip-hop songs would sample 80s and 70s songs I didn't remember or know, and I'd get intrigued by the melody. And Islands in the Stream was one of them. There was a uh, Praz and Wyclef or something. Ghetto Superstar. That was to the chorus of Praz, an old dirty bastard. And Maya, maybe. Uh, you know the song. I know the song. And I was entranced by the melody. So I've always had that kind of love for the melody of Islands in the Stream so that the lyrics never really got to me. But I can totally see why that haunted you. And haunts you to this day. But you know what? Call a priest, get an exorcism. Unless you don't believe in God. In which case, you're not haunted. Unless you believe in ghosts, but not God. That's an interesting one. If you believe in ghosts, but not God... Email weeklypodcast gmail. Michael, another nice listener, uh, says that Doja Cat song. I don't know the lyrics. I just scream out the syllables. It phonetically sounds like people must think I'm an escaped mental patient. Yeah, I mean, I understand that uh, type of thing where it's actually the syllabic sound that you think is stupid. Uh, I can't make an exact point. I mean, Nirvana are a good band, so it wouldn't be something like that, but I guess Stone Double Pilots Plush would kind of fall into that category. I mean, at one point, I couldn't make out the lyrics. And, you know, when I feel that the dogs begin to smell her. Like, I guess that's what he says. Where are you going for, for tomorrow? Yeah, so I don't know what any of it means. Actually, Stone Double Pilots are also in that category sometimes. Specifically, the song Creep by Stone Temple Pilots. Read those lyrics. You will never forget them. Doja Cat, I don't know very well. When I first read this, I started immediately thinking of... um, I don't know. I don't even remember her name anymore. Uh, Dua Lipa and her song New Rules, which I was like totally obsessed with when it first came out. I just thought it was so dumb but I loved it. And those are songs I can't include in this. So you're in the clear, Dua. You, Doja? Not so much. And then Colin Zavitz goes, you don't need money, don't take fame, don't need no credit card to ride this train, which is, of course, from The Power of Love by um, Huey Lewis in the news. And yeah, 
that one definitely I think Huey Lewis in general will bring about that kind of feeling with one kind of tag at the end of his line definitely the don't need no credit card to ride this train sounds like it was written at a time where travel became you couldn't pay in cash or something you had to pay credit card and he was annoyed so he was trying to say the love train free or at least accepts cash but yes uh, I don't like where that train of lyrics takes me. And I brought up that band Train earlier, so, you know, trains are a theme here. Thanks, Colin, and Michael, and Fiona. But there's more people who had something to say about this. There was uh, Simone oh, Page says, Every single lyric... In Wonderful Christmas Time, which is a uh, um, Paul McCartney song. And I cannot, I cannot remember anything about that song. I'm probably very lucky. I keep thinking it goes like, but that's not it. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I don't think it goes that way. But I do remember I heard it once and I was like, this song is bananas and bonkers and like I don't need to hear it that much. So I'm sorry that you've heard it enough that every lyric pierces your soul. I believe you, Paige. And I will investigate this song further so that I can feel your pain. Also, I'm Jewish-ish, so maybe that's why I haven't heard it. Simone Bailey goes, uh, he was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? Absolutely. Um, Avril Lavigne would definitely be part of that. I feel like she was speaking, not even topically, like in some sort of language of the day. As someone from Ontario, I feel like she's doing some deep Ontario. If you listen to some Canadian rock music from the 90s, you won't believe the lyrics you hear. It all led to Nickelback and their type of lyrics. And I, whether it was alternative or funk, the lyrics were crazy. They were very embarrassing. Actually, that's another thing. That band moist some of their lyrics. Sticks in my head. Look up the song. Read the lyrics to a song called Silver, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Simple declarative sentences with pronoun, verb, article, and noun in correct syntax. No, you can't make it any more obvious. Um, yes, he was a boy and she was a girl. Although, I suppose what she's trying to get at is they fell in love. But that's a shorter thing to say than can I make it any more obvious. So it probably would have been better to say. So I, I can definitely understand frustration with oh, pretty much most things that Avril Levine has done on an artistic level. I do not know her personally. Centerfold. I don't know the song Centerfold. All I want to do is make love to you by heart and we are the world. Um... Yeah, We Are the World is is definitely from an era where the group get-together songs always were like they just didn't want people to have to work that hard, so they gave them some very 
boneheaded lyrics. We are the children. We're not the children. Girl, you're Cindy Lauper. You're not the children. And then I like this. By the way, this is mostly responses to Paige. Dude, I don't know. I'm not even tagged in these, but I'm just reading them now. Um, there is a Taco Time commercial from my childhood that will never leave my brain, says Dina. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to take your word for that, Dina. I've not heard that Taco Time commercial. If you can track it down, share it with me. And then Luna writes, I hate you so much right now, but I don't think they're talking about the Khalees song, I Hate You So Much Right Now, which was one of the first big songs of Khalees. Wow. I think we solved this for Adam. Adam, there's a lot more lyrics that now you can get stuck in your brain. I'm sorry about Bon Jovi. Maybe put on, um, what's that song? There's one of Dead or Alive, and then there's the other one. You know, where he says, uh, Blaze of Glory. Put on Blaze of Glory, have yourself a good time. I mean, when a band is like, okay, so you want us to do another song for Young Guns? But contractually, we have to use the word Young Gun in it? Okay. You know there's something wrong. You know that they when you pigeonhole the title of the movie you're making the song for into it. It's not good. It's like Wu-Tang have that song, The Riddler, for the Batman Forever soundtrack. By the way, <laughs> just wrapping it back to collecting dead formats. I've been buying like movie soundtracks on CD that have themed artists on the soundtrack. Specifically, no, not really. I'm buying like cool hip-hop soundtracks. So I got like the Crooklyn soundtrack or Sunset Park and If I See Above the Rim or Soul in the Hole. You bet I'll be buying those on CD. But I saw the Spawn soundtrack and I didn't buy it, but I put it on and we listened to it in the car. Spawn soundtrack's really interesting because it's like alternative rock mixed with, uh, you know, orbital type dance artists. Whoo boy. Not so good. But anyway, um, so that's what you do. If there's a bad, actually, this I think is the lyric. If you have a bad song by a particular artist stuck in your mind, listen to like the one song with lyrics that you like by that same artist. So listen to a Kenny Rogers song that you like or a Dolly Parton song that you like and forget the islands in the streamline. The Doors is hard. Pretty much every song has a horrible misstep. No offense, Donovan, it's the same thing. And But when you can. Paul McCartney, listen to like Helter Skelter or something. That'll be a fun time. Centerfold. I don't even like the name of that song. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I have had just a treat of a time answering your questions. I really want to thank Adam for giving me a topic. If you're feeling like telling, just telling me something that's bugging you, or if you have an idea for something to talk about on the show, I'm all ears. I don't need it, but I feel like it really helps me connect with you. So have a great rest of your day. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Don't even have bed bugs. If you do, no shame, but please, you can't come to my house till it's sorted out. 
Thanks for listening.